Clearing out your garage or basement might involve tossing some household hazardous waste. On this episode, hear how you can safely get rid of things like paint and chemicals, making some even available for reuse. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. When you're cleaning, you're probably pretty comfortable with what goes in the trash can or the recycle bin, but what do you do with household hazardous waste? Here to talk about that is Brandon Hearn, Johnson County Department of Health and Environment, environmental specialist. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, well, first off, just tell us a little bit about uh, the work that you do for the county. Yeah, so I'm with the Department of Health and Environment, and um, I'm in the Solid Waste Work Group. And uh, so our job is to uh, keep usable items out of the landfill when possible. So we talk about things like recycling um, and composting and, and talk about our household hazardous waste program, uh, promote those to residents and businesses of the county and really keep usable materials out of the landfill. That's what it what it really comes down to. And I know you do a, a regular campaign. This isn't related to household hazardous waste, but still important for recycling, where you guys actually survey, you go through and look at people's recycle bins and make sure that they're putting the right stuff in there. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Uh, we call it the Recycle Right campaign. We find that a lot of people are interested in recycling, care about it. Um, have been doing it for years, but sometimes just are a little off. They may be recycle really good about recycling paper and cardboard or aluminum cans, but plastics can be confusing. Or they move from somewhere where the system was a little different, or it's maybe changed over time. So we just um, want to tighten that up a little bit. And uh, it's, uh, you know, if one person's not doing it right and you're the only person in the whole county, okay, that's not a big deal. But when you multiply that by hundreds of thousands of homes and residents, uh, it can really add up if the wrong things are going in there. So providing people direct feedback on what shouldn't be in their recycle bin, we think is a really uh, key way to make that behavior change happen. So you might not know that plastic bags can't go in your recycle bin and could go to the grocery store instead for recycling, um, stuff like that. And one time when I heard you present on this topic, um, the thing that resonated with me was what you're supposed to do with glass, because I thought that was just a, a recyclable item that you put in the recycle bin, and it, it is not, right? Correct. Yeah, there's some places around the country that you can do that, and their recycling system is built to accept those things. Locally, that used to be an accepted item maybe five or ten years ago and isn't anymore. It can create a lot of safety issues, uh, can break obviously pretty easily and contaminate some of the other recycling materials. And we have a great option in Ripple Glass that has the purple recycle bins around uh, town. And that actually gets made into usable beer bottles for Boulevard Brewing Company. And then the non-amber uh, beer bottle glass gets made into fiberglass insulation for Owens Corning. So it all stays local and is a great option. But Again, if it ends up in your recycle bin, um, it can it can cause some issues. So that's that's why we're here. That's why I'm here uh, to help answer some of those questions because it can be confusing. And so one thing that definitely does not go in your recycle bin is household hazardous waste. So can you just tell us a little bit about what that means? Yeah. So uh, household hazardous waste is really going to be any chemical, um, paint, 
stain, fluorescent light bulbs, uh, things that shouldn't go in your recycle bin um, because they're a chemical, they're a liquid. They shouldn't go in your regular trash can because they uh, could be hazardous. They um, could either be a poison or a acid or a base or something that could react. Uh, so if you mix different chemicals together, um, they can either produce uh, heat, cause a fire, release a, a toxic gas. Um, if you release an a uh, mix an acid and a base together, or if you're household cleaners and you mix bleach and ammonia together, it can release a toxic gas that um, isn't good for you, isn't good for the environment, isn't good for um, the trash collectors. There's uh, hundreds of cases every year of uh, trash collection services that their trucks catch fire, their employees um, get sick or even die from improper mixture of, of hazardous chemicals. So it's the stuff in your garage, it's the stuff under your sink, it's the cleaners, the, the yard chemicals that you put on your yard to kill bugs. If it's killing bugs, it's obviously has some chemical in it that will kill something. Um, paint and stain and uh, cleaners and old gasoline and all those sorts of different things that people have around their house. Maybe you move into a new house and it's left there by the previous owner. Um, most moving companies won't let you move move those in their truck for those reasons. If they combine and they and are they're incompatibles and they can't mix, then um, it can create those same issues. Um, that's one of the reasons why garage garages are one of the leading places for household fires is improper, not storing those chemicals in the correct way. And we want to have an option for people when they are going to move, when they're cleaning out maybe a loved one's house that passed away, or they're um, cleaning up their own house, or uh, don't have a use for these chemicals anymore. We don't want them to just throw them out in the, in the environment because that can have an impact. We, they shouldn't go in your regular trash. Um, because that can impact the environment and, and, like I said, have a safety issue. And we want to provide an option for getting rid of those items. It's amazing how much of that stuff can also accumulate. So uh, when you're at a point where you're deciding to get rid of all of those things, what do you do with them here in Johnson County? So in, uh, if you're looking to get rid of those things, and, and we don't want to scare people unnecessarily, but it is good to be aware of the, you know, the hazards you have around you. Um, and so really just don't mix those chemicals and, and read the safety labels and get rid of them properly. Like you said, when you're ready to get rid of those things, we're here to help. So Johnson County uh, Department of Health and Environment has a drop-off location located in Northern uh, Johnson County that any resident can use. Um, there's no charge for that uh, when they drop off. And um, we take all those items, your old paint, um, which isn't necessarily hazardous, but can have another use uh, for it. Um, we take your aerosol cans and your, uh, your pesticides, your yard chemicals, your, your uh, insect killers, your old gasoline, all that sort of stuff. And then we uh, separate it out into whatever kind of uh, chemical category it falls into, whether that's a poison or a flammable liquid or an acid or a corrosive um, and all sorts of different ones, and then safely dispose of those or uh, recycle them or give them out if they're not too hazardous through our uh, free store program. And so we have a, we're open year round, uh, three days a week, um, all year round since 1993. I've helped tens of thousands of Johnson County residents get rid of these materials. 
and they can schedule a drop off through the Johnson County government website or uh, by calling our office. And then there also is a program the city of Olathe has that does the sim a similar thing. They are located in South Olathe. And so uh, with the size of our county, it really works well um, to be able to do that. A lot of our drop-offs come from Overland Park, Northern Johnson County, Mid, uh, Mid County and, and North. Um, and a lot of Olathe's residents uh, use their program along with Gardner and Spring Hill and stuff. It's a, a more convenient option. Uh, most counties around the state have a program like this for their county residents. Um, some counties in western, more rural parts of the state have maybe a combination where they'll service uh, three or four counties or maybe have a collection event every once in a while because they don't get enough material uh, to have a permanent facility. Um, we get a lot of material, um, so we have no problem filling our uh, facility fills up about every two weeks. We have our hazardous waste contractor come up and, and take all our stuff. So the the paint is something that we'll talk about, but can you talk about the free store? I don't, I hadn't heard of this concept before. So, uh, so the free store is our way of getting rid of usable material. So uh, a lot of the stuff we get in is very hazardous. We still get in DDT, which was banned in the '60s. We get pesticides in that were banned in the '60s. All sorts of stuff, um, but there is a lot of stuff we get in that is still usable. There's some stuff we get in that's never been opened or barely been used. And we don't wanna to pay to have that safely disposed of, or it might fall into one of the categories of something like uh, caulking or craft paint or uh, unused motor oil, something that's not really hazardous by itself and also is usable. And so we have a free store where people can come in uh, during regular business or regular drop-off hours and take take usable items that they'll use. So we have, you know, cleaners in there that aren't overly hazardous, uh, unused oil, uh, yard chemicals that are fertilizers and stuff like that. Um, all sorts of different grout. We get all sorts of grout and, and stuff, all sorts of things like that. And people can come in and, and use those things. We also try to partner with specific uh, organizations to uh, give them set quantities. So we've uh, donated uh, hydrogen peroxide and, and bleach some time to animal shelters for cleaning up after, uh, you know, pets, um, different cleaners to different organizations. We work with uh, uh, Scraps Kansas City. Scraps KC is a nonprofit organization that finds homes for usable crafting materials. So we give them all sorts of craft paint and uh, good quality aerosol spray paint. They then um, use that to put uh, uh, people in need back to work and, and do their other service projects. So um, we try to do a good combination. We give stuff to Habitat Restore, which helps fund Habitat for Humanity. So any uh, building materials, um, some usable paints and stains we get in that are of really good quality, we will give to them. They then sell it to help fund Habitat for Humanity. So we try to give back to the community in that way. And then the free store, anybody can come in and if they're wanting to uh, see what we have, they can come in and check it out. It is very popular and we do have a limit um, sometimes of how much people take, but it is a great way to get those usable items back out and not put them in the trash, not pay for them to be disposed of as hazardous waste. 
All right. That's great information. And what a great program to give back to the community and then also make great use uh, of materials that might otherwise be disposed of. And so uh, the paint program, I think, is is really interesting. And I know that um, we've highlighted it in different ways. So do you want to talk a little bit about um, what that program is and, and how you guys mix the paint and get the right colors and all that good stuff? Definitely. It's a, it's a really cool program. Uh, so paint, um, it, latex paint is not hazardous. We will get in some oil-based paints. Um, that's different. We do, uh, we bulk those into cubic yard boxes and those get sent off and burned as a fuel source. So they get used. It's not recycled in your regular use of the word, but they are safely disposed of and recycled. The latex paint, your water-based paints, um, aren't, aren't hazardous. If they're solidified or if it's empty or rock hard, people can actually put that in the regular trash. Um, that's not a problem, but we get it in all the time. Last year, we uh, got in well over 10,000 gallons of latex paint. Um, and last year with COVID, we, were, we had some issues where we were closed for, uh, or uh, limited our amount of appointments for a little bit. And so we want to find a second home for it. It's usable stuff. Um, it's, it has value. It's sold at stores. Um, so we get it in if it's still usable, which most all of it is, we uh, shake it up and make sure that it's, you know, not rock hard, not rotten. And then we put, we have a designated room where we have four different uh, hundred gallon uh, bins with a stirrer on top. We'll open up the paint, see what color it is, see if it's still good quality. Then we separate it into white, beige, gray, and brown, and a neutral brown. And then we sometimes do odd colors too. So we might do blue or purple um, or pink or orange. And then we put those in there. It stirs up over time. And then we pour those into five gallon buckets of those colors, we then sell it. Those are generally, you know, around $100 at the at the cheap end to well over $100. And we sell it for between $20 to $30, a five gallon bucket. Um, and that goes to help offset our costs for getting buckets and then also helps fund our program in some ways. And it's a great way to paint your house. I painted my house with it and I painted my garage with it. It's a great way to just do those odd projects, um, paint. Uh, we've do, we've had worked with some cities that have painted graffiti and done kitty, city projects with it. Um, we've worked with people who just want to save a few dollars and, and paint, um, you know, a shed or their garage or their basement or something like that. And uh, it's good quality paint and it, it goes into those colors when we're done with the cans, the metal cans we uh, scrape out and then we actually crush those and recycle them as scrap metal. So all that paint, which started in Johnson County homes, people didn't need, it was the paint your previous owner left you that you were never gonna use. Um, paint that you bought too much and you have and you don't need an extra five gallon bucket or an extra gallon thing of paint, uh, you know, the paint where your grandma or your mom is moving out of the house and is moving into somewhere where they don't need their paint. Taking that where it's not used anymore and finding another use for it and not only helping fund our program, which is great, um, but finding an affordable option for people who, who need that paint. Um, 
like I said, last year we did over 10,000 gallons. That's pretty close to what we do every year. Um, and so it's a really cool way to not only help our community, but give that usable item a second life. And, and we also partner with um, organizations who are looking to uh, do community projects. We've worked with schools that have used some of our brighter colors for uh, set designs and stuff like that. And we've worked with all sorts of different stuff. Um, we've worked with one gentleman who uh, ships it over along with other supplies to Ghana and has painted uh, a village, a couple community centers, a church, um, and several houses with it. And it's a great way. It's cool to think that this not usable paint that without our program would have ended up in the landfill and is buried and will never be seen again um, is sent not only used in our community, but sent halfway around the world to be used in another country. And it's just cool to think about that. All that paint in Ghana for this village started as a non-usable item in a Johnson County house. And so it's just cool to have that. And we are well over hundreds of thousands of gallons that we've uh, saved over the, you know, the decade plus that this program has been in existence. And it's a, it's a really cool way to, uh, save money on paint to keep it out of the landfill and to give it a second life. That's great information. And again, just a, a great program that, that can benefit quite a few people. Um, as we wrap up today, just, you know, any messages to our listeners about kind of rethinking about the things that they throw away and in, in the importance of recycling? We just want to remind people that just to give it thought, just to, um, we can always be more thoughtful in, in a number of different ways, but thinking about what we're throwing away, that it was created, um, sent around the world sometimes, around the country, and took resources and effort to produce these products that we then buy at the store, and thinking about what we can do with those. Some, there's plenty of things that have to go in the, in the trash and end up in the landfill, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if it can be recycled uh, correctly, if, it, if uh, you do compost or want to know how or are interested in, in doing that, if you have hazardous materials or paint, giving it a little bit of thought and finding out, hey, what are my options with this? Um, that's why we're here. That's why they can uh, contact me um, on social media on Johnson County Recycles or email me or call or go through the Johnson County government website or any of our other community partners just to try to find uh, give thought to these things and find a, a you know a, a option for them if it's glass it can be used it's cooler to think of it being used as a uh, made into fiberglass insulation that then is in a house or into a new beer bottle that will then be used and then recycled again and used again and recycled again or paint that could help paint a village in Ghana or help paint a house in Johnson County or a aerosol can that you got the wrong color and so you don't need it anymore, but someone could use it and it could maybe put someone, you know, help get someone back to work who's struggling. Um, all those things are just giving it thought and that's why I'm here. That's why we're here to help. And uh, yeah, I will never, I love answering questions and talking to people about you know, what they can do, what their options are, if they want to start a program, um, collect, you know, we like working, uh, getting as many people into our hazardous waste site as possible. 
Uh, we are by appointment only, but we have plenty of openings and we are open year round and would love to, you know, give your chemicals a second, a second life and safely dispose of them. Of course, there's much more information about the household hazardous waste program and the other programs for uh, the Department of Health and Environment. Uh, just go to jococov.org and look for the environment section. And thank you so much for, for sharing all this great information. It was great visiting with you. Hey, thank you. All right, and thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogovorg forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.